My man Junior on the motherfucking beat with some straight up what it do playgirls and playboys welcome to a very special edition of high vertical yes the election is happening right now yes we don't know what's happening are we going to talk about it i don't think so Uh, you know if you really want to go hear more about the election you can go to your uh local news outlet that you You can go to to tucker carlson tucker cucker carlson that was like to call him cucker carlson cucker carlson uh, so, uh, NBA news, um, we got Drew Holiday's on the, on the, uh, trade block right now. Not surprising, I would say, right, Nick? You, we would, we were expecting this, you would say? Yeah, he's been on trade block for, I think, most of a year, most of the past year, so. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I don't know where he's gonna go. I always like to fit up Brooklyn for him. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll- yeah, I, I, I agree. But we'll, we'll see. I don't. I don't know who's going to offer what. I think Brooklyn might even be the most likely. It just kind of depends on if they can make that Paul George trade work. Uh, you got to trade Karis. Uh, you mm. probably trade Jared Allen. Yeah, he doesn't really fit with Kyrie though. Um, so I think they they'll trade Karis and Jared Allen, and probably someone else. Maybe like a. Kuruks or whoever whoever they need to make the salaries work but i think that they're mainly going to just try to hang on to like Kyrie, kd and deandre just because deandre is friends with those guys and they'll probably try to re-sign joe harris everyone apart from that is basically on the table for them at this point does he does he really I, uh, Gordon Hayward wants out of Celtics contract for 2021-21 season. Oh, he wants out of Boston. Hey, by all means, go ahead. Um, yeah, that actually helps us out a little bit. I mean, it'd be nice to have him back because he's, you know, a good player. But, you know, if he just doesn't feel like it's working out, um, you know, that's fine. Uh... He just, I think he wants to cash out one last time, and this is definitely the offseason to do it. So that would be what I assume he wants, at least. So no hard feelings for Gord. Ryan, uh, Ryan Rosillo reported this on I'm the reading Ringer. that right now. Um, yeah, good for Ryan. It's a good scoop for him. Because everyone was saying, like, everyone's like, I'll talk to this executive. And they said, there's no way in hell he's turning down that option. Um, but. Yeah, I think that he could be a good fit on uh, one of these like teams that's a lottery team trying to make the playoffs, or like Indiana going back home to there. Maybe he'd be interested in a sign and trade too, which would be fantastic. Um, but if not, that's still not a huge deal. It takes us out of the luxury tax, so this is honestly not terrible news for Boston. I think that they can survive the loss, even though he does a lot of good things for the team. Um, I think he's replaceable. And mm-hmm. I definitely think it helps out financially. Definitely clears the rotation. Yeah, it, it clears up the rotation at the wings. Um, they'll definitely want to grab another wing, but maybe someone that's, you know, you can just get someone less expensive and maybe they're not quite as good as Gordon, but they can, you know, fill the role that he does. Also, Jalen and Jason have developed quite a bit as playmakers. So it just kind of puts a little bit more onus on them to continue developing that part of their game. But they got 
time to prepare for that. They know that that's something they need to do anyway. So not not overly concerned, but that's definitely interesting. I wasn't expecting that. I also have some other news that dropped yesterday from uh, Ashley Nichols. She is a sports television radio host. Um, I'd say she's pretty in the know. She's, uh, she tweeted, I've been told by sources within the hashtag Miami Heat organization that despite previous reports, Tyler Hero is not an untouchable in the team's pursuit of Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't be. For Giannis, he shouldn't be. Yeah. For anyone else? I would, I would, be a, I would hate to see him go. Yeah, but I mean, you'd love to see Giannis come in. So. Oh, yeah. If, if, if it meant Giannis on the Heat, I would definitely... Uh, that definitely be an easier pill to swallow. He's like the, probably the only player I would say like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I. He's like that's the. This is the only trade scenario I want to hear Tyler Hero's voice is being mentioned in. So yeah, we talked about it the other week that the Brad Beal for Tyler Hero stuff doesn't really make sense. I think Tyler Hero will get to that level in not too long a time. So yeah, I don't. I don't see the point in trading. You know now for you know or trading like one to two years from now for right now because i think you're gonna have the pieces in place regardless to to make a run so yeah i i think that that's that's safe to say i think most people are on the table for Giannis. i mean i don't even think the like the celtics would probably trade jalen brown for Giannis. um and there's a, a bunch of teams that would trade their best player or second best player to get Giannis. i mean that's it's a no-brainer mm-hmm. Uh, we also uh, the, the the date the league starts is still unknown. It was pushed back. The deadline was again pushed back. Was it the fourth time, right? Uh, like yeah. That? I don't. I feel like it was like it's never been officially pushed back. It's just been like batted around a bunch, but no one's come out and said anything official. Um, the December twenty second was like the the closest thing that we had to like a concrete date. I honestly think that the pushback from lebron had a lot to do with it because if your most lucrative player isn't going to play the first month that's pretty bad especially when you're gonna still be competing with nfl football for at least a month or two of the season um so yeah i'd I'd just push it back i'd do end of january try to or maybe Mm -hmm. like mlk day or something like that have that three-day weekend or um a great weekend where you could dominate the news cycle would be like the week between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then you could have that weekend. Then you only have to worry about really taking like one Sunday off. Um, and then you're right back at the front of the news cycle. Now, Nick, did we talk about Daryl Morey being the GM of the Sixers last week? Or did that happen after we recorded? I think it happened after. Um, yeah, so Daryl Morey, the former Houston GM, is now the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, as a Boston fan, does this scare you in any way, or how does how does this make you feel? Well, I think it's a good hire for Philly, but I think it's also like it's more of you're going to get Daryl Morey. Like he's going to make big moves, and he's either going to win big or lose big. Um, mm-hmm. So. It could go very poorly for Boston if he makes the right move. It could go very well for Boston if he makes the wrong move. So I don't really feel a way about it. I know him and Doc have a relationship back in their days in Boston. 
Um, so they'll probably be on the same page about a lot of things. I think that's a good hire in terms of having someone like Doc who is going to have to get used to sacrificing a lot of power. He probably feels mm-hmm. like he can trust Daryl based off their history. So that should be good for just the overall team environment, um, an organization environment. But I, it doesn't really change my perception of the Sixers too much. I think that they're trending in the mm-hmm. right direction, though, with the Doc Rivers hire. And then likewise with Daryl Morey, I don't think they took a step back with that. I think they're kind of staying on the same track. Yeah. Let's do a little role play, Nick. I'm going to be a Daryl Morey, the GM of the 76, uh, 76ers, and you're going to be the GM of the Houston Rockets, who Ooh. I don't know what his name is. I'm hard already. Uh, ring, 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 ring. You got to pick up the phone, Nick. Ring, right. ring, ring, ring. Hey, hello? Hey, what's up, dude? It's me, Big D, calling back. Uh, just want to know what, what would it take? What, would, what do you want for uh, for James for James Harden? Oh, for James Harden. What I want is for you to go to mm-hmm. Beijing. Mm-hmm. I want you to take your clothes off and I want you to run to their central mm-hmm. part and I want you to apologize to Xi Jinping and allow him to butt fuck you in, on, in Tiananmen Square. That's what I would want for James Harden. And two first round picks. I can make the two first round picks work. That other part is going to be pretty tough. I mean, hey, do you want James or not? How about I throw in? I don't in... need to trade him. I don't need to trade him. How about I throw him. in? How about I throw in Joel Embiid and a first? I'd rather you throw Xi Jinping's dick in your ass. That's what I'd rather you do. Why are you being so hostile right now? Because <laughs> you're asking I had me your to, job. You're asking me to trade James Harden Look, for Joel Embiid. I signed Embiid James Harden. He's for my Joel player. Embiid? Embiid. <laughs> Ben, all right, all right, we can switch it up. Uh, I, I, I'll give you Ben Simmons. Ben, you want you want me to trade three point shooting for? <laughs> Look, you ben got Russ. What more do you Simmons. mean? You're in a rebuild. Yeah, analytics are not are not there. And then we just start talking about analytics for three hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I don't see James Harden leaving Houston because of Daryl Morey becoming the GM in the Seventy Sixers. I think you'd have to take you'd have to, in all truthfulness, when I think about it, you'd have to take Russell Westbrook's contract as well, and I'll take like Tobias Harris's contract, and I don't necessarily need Embiid or Ben Simmons. I but I would want a shit ton of first round picks. Mm. I would want That's like fair. five. Probably. Wow. I mean, that's the price, right? Yeah. You got to take a bad contract for another bad contract. You get James Harden. And then I want five first-round picks. And if I'm taking Al Horford, too, to make the salaries work, I'm, I want six first-round picks. But then you have James Harden, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, that would Houston would have to co- totally commit to the rebuild then after that. Yeah, which I think they need to do at this point. I mean, what are they doing? What? Yeah, win a championship in that in that conference. Yeah. Oh, did we also talk about D'Antoni being uh, hired in Brooklyn as Steve Nash's assistant coach? We did not talk. I think that happened 
before we talked last week, but we just didn't mention it. But yeah, Dan Tony has a job with Steve Nash. It's a fi- I think that's the perfect job for him right now. Yeah, that's a place that Dan Tony needs to be. He doesn't need to be head coach anymore. Yeah, I think Brooklyn's making some pretty smart moves. I mean, we like we talked about when it first happened. We don't know how the Steve Nash thing is going to go, but my gut feeling is that it'll work out eventually. Yeah, he's hired. He hired. Uh, we didn't say this, but he also hired Amari Stoudemire. Oh wow! So he's really going full Suns with this coaching staff. Yeah. Nice. Good for Amari. Yeah, uh, one of the best players to ever play in the Israeli basketball league. He really was. It, you know, Israel Israel loves the guy. Yeah, I mean, people say it's the most second most competitive league in the uh, in the world. So That's where Denny Evdija is coming from, right? Yeah, and uh, I've been watching more of him, and I'm becoming more and more of a fan of his. Which get- I, I think he'll probably go top five more and more closer we move to draft day. Yeah, just got to get the, the jump shot. All he's, that's all he needs. That's all he's missing. Yeah. Which that can. That's all he's missing. You can teach that. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's it for NBA news. Time for Fox NFL football presented by Fox, the Fox robot. Oh, Cletus. <laughs> Cletus the Fox robot. Cletus the robot. Now let's just start with uh, our teams. I'll go first because you know my our game was. Very, I gotta say, Dolphins Rams was probably the weirdest game I've ever seen. It was so strange. We scored. We only had, I think, hold on, let me see, one hundred and forty-five total yards com- mm. to the Rams four hundred and seventy-seven, four hundred seventy-one total yards. Hmm. The Rams had three hundred and forty passing yards. The Dolphins had ninety. Mm. The Rams had 131 rushing yards. The Dolphins had 55. Mm. The Rams had 5.1 yards per play. The Dolphins had three. So you guys lost by 20, right? We won seven. We won by 11, seven, 28 to 17. And uh, but let me be honest, it wasn't really even close. Yeah, I when I I didn't watch much of the game because I was very hungover from Halloween. So. I slept through most of the game, but I saw that you guys were up like twenty-eight to ten at one point. And yep, what was it? You guys had a punt return touchdown, a fumble return touchdown, two a dip touchdown. Yeah, we had. Well, the the Rams turned it over four times. Jared Goff, I think, fumbled four twice, and he threw two interceptions. One of the fumbles was a scoop and score. The other one was a scoop and down to the one yard line, and that set up another Dolphin touchdown. And then his interceptions were just uh, really bad. So he played awful. So now we're in November, and the Dolphins mm-hmm. have a winning record. Winning record, and, uh, and now people are asking Eric, 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 you're not talking about Tua. You didn't, I I can't evaluate Tua based on this game. He was playing with the lead. Like most of the second, I would say after the first quarter, he, the Dolphins had the lead. I just think Chan Gailey, the uh, offensive coordinator, really didn't want Tua to lose the game for them or put him in a position to lose the game. So I think they just went to a really conservative part of the playbook and just they tried to run the ball. Like, tried to, they honestly tried so hard to run the ball. We can't run the ball for some reason. We can pass protect, but we can't run the ball. Um, and that was just getting three and outs. Then you're just putting two in like these third and mediums. He was completing some of these passes, but some, he had some big drops. I would say three big drops. 
Um, but I, I got I can't evaluate him on this game. I think it, his touchdown pass was really sweet, very nice. Um, but yeah, there and he only ran. I think he only ran like six plays in the second quarter. Really? Wow. Like that? That does that? Yeah, that doesn't happen. I mean, that's when we. That's when the Dolphins scored twenty one points unanswered. We had the the setup, I believe, uh, for this for the one yard touchdown run, the punt return, and the scoop and score. 21 points in the second quarter. Jeez. I mean, that. We didn't score any points in the second half, but our defense was just overwhelming. It's just the Dolphins' defense plays so well with the lead. We Playing the Dolphins, the, the reason the Dolphins' defense is so dominant is because the Rams were down like three touchdowns in the second half, and they what was working for them in the first half was running the ball. But. They tried doing a combination of that. The Dolphins and the Dolphins' coverage was too good. Jared Goff couldn't beat Xavier and Byron Jones. So, yeah, the Dolphins. We'll see how we do Sunday. Has made the progress. They have, I think, bought completely in the coach flow. So, yeah, it's good. To the see. only thing that worries me about the defense is our rushing defense is terrible. I think we're allowing the most run. I think the second most or third most runs per yard. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, yards per run. I think it's like five point something right now for the Dolphins, which is just awful. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see Sunday. We'll, we'll Sunday's interesting. We'll talk about Sunday when we get there. But can't really evaluate two on this on this game. Defense carried them. Chan Gailey and Brian Flores didn't ask much of Tua in the second half, just to hand the ball off and don't turn it over. And he didn't. He only had. I think he had two fumble. Did he have two fumbles or one fumble? He had one strip. His first play, his first drop back was a strip fumble by Aaron Donald, <laughs> which was uh, which was deflating. <laughs> yeah, can't imagine. But, but he came back. You know, he came back and scored. And like he, uh, we got that interception by. Uh, no, we uh, we uh, I think after that he got back on the field and then threw threw the touchdown pass. So yeah, he did everything. He did get back do. in there. Yeah, he did everything he needed to do. I can't really judge the, judge him, but I think Sunday's game we'll see a lot more because I think it'll be a different story because we'll never have a game where we have a scoop and score touchdown, a punt return touchdown, and and all this shit. So yeah, this should be a much more of a shootout in Arizona. So we'll see yeah. if if Tua we'll can see. keep up. But keep I, up, I think he'll do all right. Um, yeah. So we get and then the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah, the Bucks. Um, boy, what a close one! I I was texting you during the game. Yeah, I I and I'd said on this podcast too that I thought that anything could happen, and that I wasn't totally sure that the Bucks would win. I texted you a multitude of reasons, which I'll repeat here. In that the Bucks were for one, they played in Las Vegas last week, had to go from Las Vegas to Tampa, and then from Tampa to New Jersey. So that travel. Not to be misstated, especially when the Giants had 10 days of rest and were only coming from Philly. So I think that played some went into it. You got Joe Judge, who used to coach Brady. Um, Yari know that Brady always struggles against teams where they have former New England coaches. Always, yeah. always tends to have a difficult time, which I thought Brady actually played pretty well, but... The Giants knew everything that he was trying to do, and they played very good defense. It wasn't like Brady was off. They were just covering everything very well. Um, 
And then you also had it being just a primetime game, cold weather game, um, trap game as well. With the Saints coming up this week, definite trap game. You could tell the Bucks were more focused on next week than they were this week. But they pulled it off. Crazy ending. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm happy they won. A win's a win. They're six and two. There's a huge difference between six and two and five and three. First time we started a season six and two since the Super Bowl year, like 17, 18 years ago. Uh, rushing defense was concerning, especially because it was Wayne Gallman running all over us. Um, so hopefully that gets shored up. Jamel Dean got cooked on a few routes, um, but I don't think it was necessarily all his fault. Um, I think he was just the way he was playing the routes. He just got hit with a bunch of double moves. And uh, I just don't think that the game plan like prepared him much for that. So yeah, and when how are we looking to see Antonio Brown when we looking to see him on the field? Uh, he is supposed to play a role this week against New Orleans. Ooh, he apparently came in in, in great shape. Um, I'm, but yeah, I've been hearing those reports. I mean, fucking everyone says that though. They're like, oh, Antonio Brown. His body oh, was so big so and, and his so muscles were sweltering, and just, God, I was kissing him on the lips, and he was so beautiful. Out I there. just saw him. Dripping in sweat with that towel draped over his hard cock. And, and just, up, I just want to kiss him and rub him. And just, mm, such good shape. Such good <laughs> shape. Mm. Look at those calves. But he is, uh, he is supposed to play Chris Godwin. Uh, questionable. Not ruled out yet. Yeah. I heard that he's looking to, that he's going to be announced. That his decision to play will be Friday. But yeah. For, uh, his, for Godwin. His surgery is supposed to keep him out four to six weeks but he is trying to get back in only two so tough cookie but yeah bucks yeah. uh they that was a game last year and the players even said it themselves that was I a remember. game that they would have lost um based off of how things went they got they faced adversity but they overcame it they won it was an ugly game but you need to have ugly wins every now and then so yeah not too upset but i was nervous and justifiably so Mm-hmm. So we can just move on to the last week's games, Falcons Panthers. Now, is that a big? That's a. Is, did you need the Falcons to win that game just to nah, put some distance I mean, between? I'm not worried about the Panthers at all, but that mm. that helps kind of like it, it makes Carolina less scrappy because mm. you know they like they pretty much don't have too much of a chance now. I mean, unless something terrible happens to both the Bucks and the Saints. Um, they're effectively out of it. Um, Atlanta now two wins under Raheem Morris. Pretty good. Only loss was a fucking crazy loss to the Lions. So they're not looking bad. No. Um, yeah, the Atlanta's in such a weird position right now. I don't know what you do because there's reports that everybody is on the trading block right now, including Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, which I totally believe because I think the way Jimmy Garoppolo is, what's happening with him, the strangeness that's coming out of that weird injury he has. Yeah. I think I think that does put him in play to be traded or just to be benched or just replaced. I think Matt Ryan would fit really well in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Yeah, I just, I just think like they need someone who could stretch the field a little bit more. And I think Matt Ryan, even though I'm not the biggest Matt Ryan fan, I got to give him credit. Like he's a 
somewhat consistent quarterback when it comes to just uh, yards and touchdowns. So. Well, San Francisco's defense can be even remotely healthy next year. Then yeah. having Matt Ryan on the team is fine. You can also bring Julio in as well and make it like a two-player for like draft picks or prospects, mm-hmm. whatever Atlanta wants to do. Then I think that would work out great for both sides. But yeah. I think it would behoove Atlanta to start thinking about the future because i mean i personally i want them to hold on to matt ryan and julio because i'm not scared of them anymore but yeah um but i think that that's just going to end up being the yeah the route is that they trade him for the future now big surprise game uh was vikings packers the vikings beat the packers in green bay pretty handily it looks like 28 to 22 i saw some of this game through red zone but i didn't catch all of it because i was watching uh dolphins Uh at one and yeah, I was shocked. I thought the Packers would come back, but it just looks like Arage couldn't get into a rhythm there. Yeah, I'm not too sold on the Packers being a Super Bowl contender. Um, Dalvin Cook got me 48 fantasy points, though. Yeah, he killed him. Dalvin Cook is a beast. Yeah, that was. I think that was his first game back too from injury. Yeah. Uh, another surprising game: Bengals beat the Titans. Yeah, this is a good. This is good. This is good news for the Dolphins because uh, any any AFC big AFC team losing is good news. So, uh, thirty one to twenty, Joe Burrow just cooked them. Let me read Joe's Burrow. Joe's Burrow uh, is continuing to impress me. Now I was always on the Joe Burrow fan bandwagon because you know I, I just like he has he has so much confidence in himself that it's like almost impossible, and he has the ability just to to be decent that there's no way he was going to be a bust. So. Yeah, I mean... 249, two touchdowns? Yeah, two, yeah I mean, really... These, Tennessee's pass defense is definitely getting concerning for them. Um, but they traded for Desmond King from the Chargers, so that might help them. But Burrow, yeah, like you're saying, he impresses me. Even though he's basically going to get hit every time he drops back, he's still hanging in there and making big plays. Yeah. If you can just get a decent offensive line... And they can just invest or just draft some actually good players. Um, they're set. Yeah, they just really got to yeah invest in the line, get to make sure the defense is solid, and they'll be probably a playoff contender next year. Uh, Jets, Chiefs, Chiefs handled the Jets. No news there. Yeah, it didn't even look like the Chiefs were trying that hard. <laughs> no, and they still kick the shit out of them. They just said his nuts. Colts Lions Colts handled the Lions um I I think I chose the Lions to win this yeah. man was I wrong I, I'm pretty sure I took the Colts right yeah yeah and Phil Rivers uh, only missed 10 passes he was 262 yards and three touchdowns not bad from Phil Rivers he's having low-key an yeah. okay year I mean he still makes some throws that could definitely go the other way but he's been all right for Indy um but yeah I thought this was going to be a closer game but Shout out to uh, Steelers Ravens. I didn't catch any of this game. Why this game was a one o'clock game, I'll never know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but Pittsburgh won. I think we both chose Pittsburgh to win this game, but uh, the Ravens. I'm just not confident. I think I'm not sure what. I think they got Lamar Jackson's got to go back in the lab. Yeah, he's got to go back in the lab. I've not been impressed with them this year. Yeah, this game he was no. 13 to 28, 208 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Did have 65 rushing yards on 16 to. Yeah, he did throw a pick six though. But yeah, he threw a pick Bad six. Bad pick six. Um. Bad. Yeah, Ravens still have a have a chance to yeah. to get it together to become a legit contender, but right now they just look like. 
yeah. a good team, but not a great team. Yeah. A caveat to that game, Mark Ingram did not play for the Ravens, and I think that is a factor for the Ravens just because he is a he is their best running back, and he is such a physical running back that it, it, he is a big piece of that offense because yeah. the Ravens are a run-first team. Don't get it mixed. Yeah, and also, Hollywood Brown is apparently pissed about his role in the offense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I which I would be too because I own him in fantasy, and he is doing. I haven't. I don't think I've started him in like two weeks. Yeah, he had one catch, three yards, and a touchdown. Um, but yeah, he yeah. should be getting more looks. I, I feel the frustration, especially if your team's not performing at its full potential. Hopefully, they mm-hmm. find a way to get him involved. Steelers and Ravens play yeah. again in Pittsburgh on Thanksgiving. I think so. Uh, yeah, it's a good day. Yeah, that'll be a good primetime game. Uh, Patriots Bills. This game, Bills. What is up? I, I don't know if the, if it was a bounce back game for the Patriots because it, I I didn't watch this game again. I'm just looking at the numbers here, but the Bills won twenty one to twenty four. Should have been more than that, I think. Right? My dad was so, so mad that Cam Newton fumbled <laughs> on the last. Yeah, he draft. threw no touchdowns. Yeah, I, I I didn't watch too much of the game, but I watched probably most of the third and fourth quarter. My dad said Cam Newton fucking sucked most of the game um he just doesn't look right and then when he fumbled my dad had, had it my dad's officially over the cam newton experience but damian harris for mm-hmm. the patriots ran the damian ball harris well. looks like he's legit yeah he's very good so they got one good player in new england but not much yeah, else. and they just uh terrible receiving core right now yeah and the the patriots rush defense is bad they gave up 86 yards to devin singletary and 81 yards to zach moss but josh allen did not play well. Eleven of eighteen, hundred fifty-four yards, one interception. So, yeah, the Bills are that cool could be enough. the Bills special. Yeah, that I don't know who the Bills have next week. I guess that's oh they got the Seahawks. Yeah, we'll they too. they could they could get it now there. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, Raiders Browns Raiders another I think a very uh, a game that we were wrong about I think because we I think we both had the Browns in this. Yeah, uh, Baker played pretty mediocre. I guess we were wrong about uh, OJ, uh, OBJ in the lineup being the, the problem. Well, I but... think this was a bit of a mulligan game because uh, yeah. it was like gust oh, of like sixty yeah. miles an hour there. So yeah, um, let's see. It was like Josh Jacobs carried the ball thirty-one times for hundred and twenty-eight yards. Yeah, I, that's impressive. If the Browns had Nick Chubb, this could have been a different game. I'll yeah. say so. Because, yeah, both quarterbacks didn't really play well because I just don't think they had no. much control of the ball. So, mm. um, yeah. We'll throw that in the trash then. Charges Broncos came down to the wire. Broncos eked it out in a last-minute touch. I did see this. I saw the, all of this happen. Yeah. Irked it out with Drew Locke at the end. I'm still not a big Drew Locke guy. I don't think I, I ever will be. I don't think he'll – I honestly, I don't think this is a big – it's it's enough to hold him over, but I I just th- this game, I don't know, man. It, he he had a good drive down the field, but I don't know. Anthony Lynn is just crumbling when it comes to calling these defensive plays. Yeah, that, at the end. Yeah, the Chargers are kind of falling apart this year. It's it's pretty yeah alarming. But uh, I think Justin uh, Herbert keeps making these like obvious these rookie mistakes and key moments right now yeah i think he's he's playing really good first half football don't get me wrong he's probably playing some of the best for a quarterback but his ability his ability to go out and close a game has yet to be determined yeah it's not looking good for him so far i think he'll learn it in time but yeah right now he's definitely missing that trait i thought drew Locke played with a lot of confidence i also don't know how he always does though 
Yeah, but I like that. Like when it came down to it being close, it like Drew Locke is definitely he has that kind of confidence to step into the moment, whereas mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, as of right now, shrinks. Mm-hmm. That could change, but but that was a fun game to watch. That was fun. Um, Saints and the Bears. Saints and the Bears. That game was a boring ass game. That was, but it was funny watching that receiver. What was it, Javon Wims? Uh, oh my God! Punch dude. Johnson Gardner so, Johnson. Here, you want to hear the backstory of this? So uh, Javon Wims went to Georgia University. Oh, I th- University of Georgia. I thought he went to Ohio Chauncey State Gardner. with Michael Thomas, and they just both like punching Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Chauncey Gardner Johnson went to Florida. He's oh. a Gator. I, dude, he's a badass Florida Gator. One of my favorites to, out of the recent memory. I knew he'd be a stud in the NFL. Uh, and uh, Javon Wims just like went up to like sucker punch him, and he did not even flinch. Nope. Like, <laughs> no, he didn't even taking, do anything. He didn't react either. He played it He played it smart. Yeah, and then did you see the guy who jumped on top of Wims with the dreadlocks? No, I, I don't remember that. Well, during that fight, uh, he uh, Janoris Jenkins. Oh, it's Janoris Jenkins, in, another Gator. Yeah, another Florida Gator. So, and it's also Florida Georgia week here in the South. True. Ah, oh, so, wow. So, so a lot of a lot of connecting dots right you know, there in that little fight. We also let's take a, a pit stop too. What what's up with this Florida Mizzou brawl that happened and Dan Mullen like you know inciting a riot and all that? What what went down? Look, they hit they hit the quarterback late in the last play of the game. They hit him really. It was pretty egregious, and he I think he was yelling at the uh, officials to call something, and then it kind of just erupted into. Then the players hit the then and then the players got on to the guy that hit Kyle Trask, and it was just a big fight. Dan Mullen was fined twenty five thousand dollars, <laughs> having a rough year in the eyes. Of and the then year. he went into then he went into the locker room dressed as Darth Vader and partied on. Party I mean, on. that was a that that was the best game the Gators have played all season. Yeah, the uh, on both it. sides of the field, uh, they only allowed one offensive touchdown, which is got to say a really big improvement from what we've seen the last uh, four weeks of college football. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of. Um, games like with the nfl and college football it's a lot more hostile a lot more fighting uh yeah. recently everybody's on edge everyone's really on edge yeah everyone's a bit wired and you know i could see why yeah and also side note i don't i don't think i've said this before but the only person who could be the head coach of the florida gators right now i don't see i don't see it changing for a long time is dan mullen no one else can coach that team. I don't feel like confident with anybody else at the helms just because he knows what it takes. He's been there. He has a, some sort of confidence that I like a lot, and uh, I trust him a lot. So I kind of I kind of like that he's crazy emotional like that. Uh, that's kind of yeah. Like, I don't I don't mind it. If you're winning games, um, and it's someone that's going to bat for you, like it seems like every time he's getting emotional, he's always going to bat for his players and for the Gators institution. Um. It doesn't really seem like it's ever for himself, so you can get behind that as a locker room. So yeah, yeah I don't, I, I don't have any problem with Dan Mullen at all. I like that he does this shit. It's, it looks crazy and he sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but I like him. Yeah, he's a, he's a, the only guy who can coach Florida Gators right now. 
so I, I, Saints, I don't know, man. The Bears are uh, put Mitch Trubisky back in, man. Yeah, I mean, the Bears are so boring with Nick Foles. They, <laughs> I can't. I mean, I, they were pretty boring, Mitch Trubisky too. The only thing that was entertaining was just like you're waiting for the moment where they benched him, and now that it's come, yeah, you're like, yeah this isn't as fun as. Yeah. At least before. Mitch can run around. Yeah, he can make shit happen uh, occasionally. But yeah. I, that Saints win was like not very impressive, convincing at all. Yeah, they overtime win. They still look like they're missing Michael Thomas a lot, even though Drew yeah. Brees played pretty good. It, it's still it wasn't as resounding of a win as like the as a talent on paper would suggest. Um, so yeah, it should be very interesting going into next week. Um, for New Orleans and Chicago has a big game too to stay in the playoff race. So yeah. 49ers Seahawks. Um, this game was a blowout, not even close. Uh, a lot of garbage time for the 49ers, but this was a blowout for the Seahawks just yeah. planted their nuts on the 49ers face. Uh, George Kittle goes out in the fourth quarter with an ankle injury. It's going to sideline him for a couple weeks. Yeah, he might be out for and the Jimmy year. Jimmy G is out for a long time. So yeah, both are supposedly potentially out for the year, although they haven't been officially ruled out yet. Uh, San Francisco season seems pretty much just about done. That would, I think, leave the NFC playoff race in terms of the wild card to be between whoever doesn't win this division of the Bucks and Saints, um, the Bears, the Cardinals and Rams, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all that's left for the wild card spots. I don't really see the Lions or Panthers making a push. Yeah, uh, Eagles, Cowboys. The Ben DiNucci era is over in Dallas after his uh, loss to the Eagles, twenty-three to nine. What do you think? Did you, did you think he played with a little edge, Eric? You think he played with a little edge? I didn't watch DiNucci? the game. I didn't either. I, I did not watch the game. Uh, but DiNucci is gone. Let me read DiNucci's stats. Mm. This meatball. This meatball threw it 21 times. For, he threw it. He had 40 attempts, 180 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Telling me this sauce monkey only averaged four and a half yards per attempt. That's not yeah. good. That's not good. Nope, he's, he's being benched for some guy named Cooper Rush. Oh, Cooper Rush, I think, was like a very pro- prolific college quarterback. Um, Yeah, I mean, the Cowboy season's just over. It's over. Yep. The Eagles only beating them by two scores. I mean, just goes to show how bad the Eagles still are. But mm-hmm. they are yeah, the, moving on. the leader to win mm-hmm. NFC East. Which is pathetic and sad. And yeah. Can't even get my mind around it. Packers 49ers. Boring game Thursday night. Packers should win this easily. Shouldn't even be. No one should watch this. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I'll, I'll be watching no. night three of election coverage, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh Texans Jaguars. Another snoozer. Oh, I got some breaking news. Mm. Michigan goes to Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, it looked like he was up a point. Okay, so now now projected winner. Now Donnie T's in a little bit of trouble. Now Donnie Yeah, T, what are you going to do, T? He's in a little bit of trouble. Um so that puts Joe Biden up 253 to 214, 17 electoral yeah. votes away from having a new president. If, we can, uh, if Joe can get wrapped up Nevada and Arizona, I think it's a wrap. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he's going to get PA too. We'll see. But 
Um, it is, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. I'm sure no matter what happens, both sides are going to take it very well and respect each other and respect <laughs> democracy. <laughs> We're going to have to rip Trump off the White House. Uh, We're going to have to take him and uh, put him in restraints. Tell you what, I'll be honest with my listeners. I voted for Joe Biden for many reasons. The mo- The biggest reason was so that I never have to watch a commercial where Pete Carroll tells me to vote again. I agree. I voted Joe. I texted 30003. Three, is that a Joe Biden campaign thing? It's a, it's a, when he was running in the primaries, he, there's a soundbite of him going, and remember, vote Joe. So text 303. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's, and then there's, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I I cannot wait for President Kamala Harris. <laughs> Can't wait. The cop. The cop. Uh, my us. cat is not about Kamala Harris. Yeah. Well, get used to it. Your cat's going to jail. Uh, I guess we can go back to football coverage in America. Uh, Texans Jaguars. This is the Texans are gonna. This is gonna be a blowout. So another the Texans are about the Jaguars here. Uh, the Minshew man is out. The squeak is out of the game. This is a must win for Jacksonville. Look, well, no, if, or a must if, lose if you look at it from. A this is a must lose for both teams. <laughs> well, the Texans have no incentive to lose. Well, I I have incentive for them. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I know you want lose. them to be for the Houston organization. For them, it's fucking nothing matters for them. Yeah. Uh, I expect them to win very handily against. It's in Jacksonville, so yeah, I think Houston's uh, bad, but not Mike Lennon. I think. Well, I'm not sure if Mike Lennon or someone else might get to start there, so we'll see. It's so crazy that they think like, like that's the throwing in the towel is like, oh, we're gonna throw in Mike Lennon because there's no way you're gonna win another game this year. Yeah, well, Minshew's out with an injury, so I can't. I, I don't. I don't think they're benching Minshew. Oh, okay, that makes more th- sense. Yeah, Minshew, I think, is out with, like, a thumb injury. I don't remember, but he is out with an injury. If Minshew was playing, I'd say it's a toss-up in that game. I, I would I would, I'd be watching that game, honestly, at 1 o'clock. <laughs> uh, then we got a stinky, stinky game. I think this does have some NFC East uh, East uh, implications. Giants, uh, Redskins. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I, I guess I had a racial slur here on the on the, uh, on the high vertical podcast. God. Eric, uh. Washington football team versus the New York football giants at one o'clock. If the Washington if Washington wins this game, they're in the NFC East race. Yeah, this is the Joe Biden Donald Trump of NFL games this week. This is just not gonna be fun to watch, but you know, I hope I just hope that it's not totally disgusting at by the end of it. Yeah. Then we got Ravens, Colts. Big game for the Ravens, and I think this is also a really big game for the Colts. Big game for both teams. Uh, this is the Ravens need a bounce back win after that loss to the uh, to the Steelers, and th- th- their both teams are five and two. Yeah, this is a bigger game for the Ravens, but if the Colts win, it could like put a bunch of win behind their sails. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and definitely some put some pressure on uh, Tennessee. Yeah, it would. Yeah, the yeah Indianapolis, I think, has a very good shot at winning this division. I think they're the best yeah. team as of right now. A- yeah. Unless that then we got, trade works out for the Titans, but 
Yeah. Then we got Lions Vikings. Um, I don't know about this game. I I have no idea who's gonna win this. Both teams are so terrible. I hate both teams. Yeah, it's be a real so. shit show. Um, and hopefully Dalvin Cook can score four or five touchdowns for the Vikings to win. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I would love that very much. I I love me some Dalvin Cook. I play your brother this week too. So. Ooh. Uh, Bears Titans, big game for the Titans. They need to bounce back win. They need to hold off the Colts like we were talking about. And the Bears, I'm not sure. I, I honestly think the Titans should win this game pretty. I, I'm not sure. I wouldn't say comfortably, but the Titans should win. The Bears defense is legit good. So if they can hold Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill to some mediocre numbers, I think the Bears can make it really close. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one where both teams really need to uh, prove that they're not pretenders. But I think they both are. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Panthers, Chiefs. Uh, could be a trap game for the Chiefs here. Let's see who they have the week after the Chiefs. Have. Eh, I don't think so. I think they have a bye next week. So mm. this actually... Could they be sleeping through the bye, though? Can they just be like, uh, the bye? Yeah. They could be. But I, I think they'll just be like, yeah, let's take care of business. Get to the bye week. Because they're still... They're still behind Pittsburgh, so they can't really afford yeah. to fall asleep at the wheels. They got to win every game that they possibly can because Pittsburgh could definitely go like fourteen and two this year. Yeah, it looks like it with the, who they're playing on Sunday. Then we got Seahawks Bills, big game, big 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 game, big game for the Bills. And uh, I, I would say this is also a big game for the Seahawks, but I think it's a bigger game for the Bills. Yeah. They need that signature win over a good team to put some more confidence behind the to put some more confidence into the media about them. Josh Allen needs to play good against Russell Wilson. Seahawks defense isn't that good. They're traveling all the way out east. This is a one o'clock. This should as be well? a close this game. Is a one it, game. This is a one o'clock game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a ten a.m. game for the Seahawks. The Bills really so have to steal I, I think this. the Bills should win this. The Bills should win this. Yeah, they have to steal it. I'll be rooting for the Bills because I, I'll be rooting for the Seahawks. Yeah, naturally, <laughs> I need I need to I need them to lose so that the Bucks can try to get the number one seed. Uh, I think it'll eventually pan out that way anyway. But yeah. um, but it should be very fun uh, to watch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Broncos Falcons. This game has no implications on anything. No. Um. I think the Falcons. It's in. It's in Atlanta. I. I, I really don't know. I. I don't know. I, I. I need Calvin Ridley to play and have a good game. So yeah, we'll go Falcons. Yeah, it could be. Could be another fun Falcons collapse. So you always want to keep one yeah. eye on it. Then we got Raiders Chargers. I think this game is going to be really interesting. Yeah. It's in L.A. The Raiders are on a little hot. Are are the better team in my opinion. And mm-hmm. but the Chargers have the hot offense right now. And the Raiders' defense is pretty good. So I think this is going to be really a fun game to keep an eye on for the rest of the week. I think I'll give it to the Chargers to win this. You think so? Yeah, I'm going to give it to the Chargers too. I'm just going to count on them to be pissed off enough to come by and just kind of like play a bit better than they usually play, play with more energy than they usually play with. And uh, they could surprise the Raiders here. The Chargers aren't totally out of it, but they're like if they they lose this week, they're they're out. We'll skip to the Steelers Cowboys. Uh, Cow- Steelers should win this. The Steelers are, have such an easy schedule this year. You know, I think they yeah. did it on purpose with playing so horribly last year. And um, well, they just lucked into the NFC East. Yeah. Um, their division. They play the Bengals next week, though. then the Jaguars, and then they play the Ravens. They have such they, the next team that could possibly beat them. I would say is the Ravens. 
Yeah, I think that they're going to be going into Thanksgiving weekend undefeated. Dude, and then they play the the Washington football team after the Ravens, and then they play the Bills, and then they play the Bengals again, and then they end with the Colts and the Browns. They could conceivably go sixteen and zero with that schedule, despite yeah, not being a sixteen like, and zero team. With that schedule, I don't. I see they should win all these games. Yeah, I think there's obviously there is a game here that they're going to lose. I think the Ravens game on Thanksgiving is one to circle, and I think the Bills and Colts games. Should be circled on this on this as well. Yeah, but yeah, I think so, at worst they're going to end up thirteen and three. But I I have yeah. them. I think they're going to finish up fourteen and two. Sounds about right for them. Uh, and then we can go to my team, Dolphins Cardinals. Dolphins traveling out west to his first road start. I think the Cardinals are going to win pretty easily. I don't think it's going to be close. Um, I think it could be. I think close. the Cardinals have a really good run uh, running. Uh, often they have a good running offense, and the Dolphins have a terrible running defense. And if they can get the lead, uh, two touchdown lead early, it's a wrap. Yeah, you got to be aware. As of far the, as uh, yeah, gotta be- I got it, but I'm excited to see two again. So maybe two can keep it close. Um, we'll see, we'll see. I I, I think it's going to be like I would say a two touch, maybe a ten point difference between them at the end of it. Yeah, I could say like a thirty twenty in favor of the Cardinals. Yeah, I, uh- yeah. I'm going to keep a lookout for the Kenyon Drake revenge game. I believe in those mm. sorts of sorts of things. So I think uh, Kenyon Drake could really. Oh, he's not playing. Oh, he's out. He's out. He's he got hurt in the the uh, Seattle game before the bye. Oh. He's out for I think the next couple weeks. Never mind then. Yeah, but the the backup running back is just as good. I, I would say just as good or even better. Is he? Yeah. Let me. What's his name? Edmonds. Is it, is it a Chase Edmonds? Uh, yeah, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. Yeah, Chase Edmonds. Yeah, if you go to his uh, stats uh, after Kenyon Drake left, he was he was gashing the Seahawks, which is not impressive because the Seahawks defense is bad, right. but so is the Dolphins running defense. So those are comparable numbers to compare the two. Apparently, some two Arizona Cardinals players tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah, I think one of them was a was a quarterback. I don't think it was any of the major players, but everything yeah. looks they haven't had a positive case today, so. That game looks like we'll still go on to play. Nice. Um, uh, and then we got Monday night, Dolphins-Jets. I mean, or Patriots not Dolphins-Jets, Jets, Patriots-Jets. Yeah. If the Patriots lose this game, look, Dude. the most Jets thing to happen on Monday night is for the Jets to win. Yeah. If the Jets win, the Jets Jets fans are going to be coming out of the woodwork to, to complain the fact that they lo- that they won a game yeah. against the Patriots. Yeah, I guess this is a game that they cannot win, win. If you're going to win any game, wouldn't you want it to be against Patriots? Like you, no team no, wants I, to go. Dude, I don't think you want to fuck around with this number one pick, man. I really don't think you should. Do you think if the Jets fuck themselves, like, do you think the moment they fuck themselves out of the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence is like, hey, I made up my mind, I'm going to declare. I mean, right now Trevor Lawrence is not playing, and it look and the rumors are that he is going to declare. Yeah, he might declare after this. Saturday's game against Notre Dame. Man, the Jets had a fire sale at the trade deadline too. I mean, I don't know how much of a team they have left. Yeah. No, also some team should make a really big trade for Quinn and Williams. If you're if if there's a team out there in the NFC that needs defensive line help. I think Quinn Williams is still really, really, really has high potential, not like a really high cap. Well, they have to wait till next offseason yeah. now. But, yeah. Yeah. I or think... just at the trade deadline. Uh, or not, I'm sorry, at the draft, I would say. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Like, if some team really is going to need defensive help, like I would, I would love for the Dolphins to throw everything at Quinn and Williams, but the Jets wouldn't do that. They you know inter inter division rivalries and stuff, but the Cowboys um, would probably do it. Yeah, any team that really needs, like, when we're looking at the end of the season, that like, man, their defensive line sucks, and they're all like they're, everything else is pretty good. Tr trade for Quinn and Williams because he, he is legit. I I really do think he's legit. Uh, then we have your game, Nick. Saints Bucks, big game. I'll say game of the week again. Yeah, game of the week. Bucks Saints Sunday night, perfect Sunday night game. Hopefully, Al and Chris will be on it. Not a uh, Mike Tirico. Not a uh, Mike. Uh, no, nothing against Mike Tirico. It's just yeah, I love Al Michaels. So. Yeah, Al Michaels. It could just be Al Michaels by himself, and I'd be really happy. I really yeah, don't I, don't I prefer there. that. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I love Al Michaels. Saint, Dude is so awesome. Saints Bucks should be very good. Bucks definitely need this game more than the yeah. Well, I mean the Saints need it as well. That would be. Huge I mean, if the them, Saints win, doesn't it put them back in first place, or just them, gives them a better road to get first place? It puts them back in first place, but at least with the Saints, they've already got one on the Bucks. So if the Bucks lose two yeah. to the Saints, that makes it. They'd need a lot of help to win the division again, and much less get yeah. back into the discussion for the first round bye. Game of the season, would you say? For the Bucks, yes. This is the, the most Bucks. important game of the season for the Bucks. Mm. I think it's in Tampa. Tampa at night. Yeah. Will there be fans in attendance? Oh, there will be fans in attendance, buddy. This Limited is a, as we attendance. found out again this week. This is a red state. There's gonna yes. be fans. It's gonna be a great game. It is. I I, I want the Bucks to win. I, I I'm I'm pulling for the Bucks in this. Yeah. You just want to see something yeah. different. No, I just I think I would rather have the I would rather have you happy on a next Tuesday when we record than have you pissed off. I would too. Yeah, I'm gonna be pissed. I I can guarantee you, if the Bucks lose, it's not because the Saints were better. It was because of the refs or some other force. I can already go on the record or because and say of the that. Bucks. Yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this a lot though. This is like the, I mean, meaningful games in December are where it's really at. Um, but a divisional game like this in November that means so much for the playoff picture. Yeah. I mean, this is the I most mean, exciting is... game that I've had to look forward to in a long time. So, yeah. And I guess that's uh, that's it for this week's NFL games. Um, I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I mean, we'll be we'll be back next week. You know, we're in the midst of the election, so everybody, all tensions are high right now across the country. Uh, we hope this little podcast alleviated some stress for you. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to leave the people with, Nick? Uh, no, just if you uh, didn't get out and vote, it's not too late to commit fraud. So go yeah. ahead and commit voter fraud if you haven't gotten around to voting yet. Vote for Little Pimp. Oh, yeah. Vote for little Pimp. <laughs> little Pimp. That shit was so ridiculous. <laughs> All right, everybody, we appreciate you. We love you. Remember to rate us on iTunes, and we'll see you next week.